Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dork down for a this is Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. I am at Acme Comedy Company, Minneapolis, Minnesota, their 20th anniversary. And it's my home club. It's my favorite club in the country. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, TheDorkForest.com. There is a donation button. Please use it if you would. And um, FreakingAwesomeNetwork.com is very fun website with re- reviews of animation and comic books and Patrick Brady fixes the audio. He's great. And then Vilmos fixes my website. Mike Rickberg sang that song you heard. And I'm just going to use this intro for all of this weekend's interview. So thanks for tuning in and let's get started. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I am still at the Acme 20th anniversary weekend and sitting is my friend and my favorite comic friend, uh, Pete Lee. Welcome yes. to the program. All right. Hi. Um, I feel like you don't give that intro intro to everybody <laughs> i do not you were the first one and favorite uh, comic all right <laughs> and your wife and who is an entity unto herself jamie lee welcome hello, to the program hello, hello. Thank thanks for having me the lovely jamie lee mm-hmm. are you on twitter jamie lee I i'm forget. not i feel You're- like that's kind of a comics thing so um i do facebook oh do you facebook I do all right facebook. all right uh and uh do you affect change at a grassroots level on facebook no what are you doing <laughs> you just uh, how many people are you connected to? Just family? Uh, no, actually, um, you know, it's funny. My friends and family wonder why I have over a thousand friends. Yeah. And I think it's because I've bled over to some of the uh, the comics and the, of, the comedy community. A lot of my fans, too, um, which, like, I don't have many of them, but they, like, stalk her out, too. Right, and right. So they want to know. Like, She'll be like, who is Tiger Hunter 85? You know, like people that won't even <laughs> use their real name on Facebook kind of Yeah. Thing. No. And, don't yeah. friend those people. A- yeah. Andy asked me on a regular basis. He's like, do you remember a guy named Rich Laryngitis or whatever his name is? And I'm like, <laughs> nope. And he goes, all right, if you don't even remember his name, I can't friend him. And I was like, do not. You know, because there's part of me. I mean, I have f- 5,000. And then uh, people leave sometimes, and then I can add more. Yeah. But I also have a fan page. Do you have a fan page, Pete Lee? I have two fan pages that I didn't create, so I have no control oh, over them. Interesting. And so people um, people constantly like get on me. They'll be like, but how come I didn't know you were here? I checked on your fan page. And I'm like, those? I have no idea. what like Because I'll even go on and post on the wall and be like, hey, I'm going to be at Acme's 20th. Yeah. And then it just falls down the wall as more people post things. So it's not <laughs> like I can put like an official um, like an official status up there or right. change my name to go to Acme or, like, or something. <laughs> right, because they already took the Pete Lee yeah. as the fan page or Pete Lee fan page or yeah. something. Yeah, and then because I'm not really affiliated with them, it, they're kind of crappy fan pages because no, like... It, there's like, not enough information. Yeah, there's not enough information. People just need to go to PeteLee.net. PeteLee.net, yes. Yeah, and then um. they will find out all that they need to know. <laughs> yeah. Or they could follow you on Twitter. Yes, at PeteLeeTweets. At, at PeteLeeTweets? Okay. Yeah, I used to be at PeteLeeTweets, but people would be like, how do I spell it? And is it a dot? And, or I, uh, and it was Peatley.net all spelled out. And, um, <laughs> and it was, I, for the longest time until about a month ago, I had like 900 Twitter followers. Okay. And I was like, but my tweets are funny. And like, I, I swear to you. <laughs> right. I like that we, now we have to get our self esteem from. <laughs> I know. But then I, I, how many people give a shit? How but, many? Yeah. But then I changed it to at Peatley tweets and people remember that. And, um, oh yeah. Uh, and I pitch it on stage. You know how you do like a merch pitch or yep. whatever. Yep. Um, so I say that it sounds like my moped horn, like, at Pete Lee tweets. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Perfect. That sounded kind of Kermit the Froggy. That's perfect, though. Nice work. Are you going to be in that new Muppet movie? Yes. No. Excellent. You're <laughs> starring in the new Muppet movie. <laughs> Pete Lee. It's, uh, I just, I've had like six comics on in mm-hmm. the, in the last two days. And I'm like, wow, what, what, what are we going to talk about now? Am I going to tell the same four stories every episode? Probably. <laughs> yeah. What are the stories? Well, <laughs> <I was> just... <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been laughing so hard. This weekend has been amazing, quite honestly. It's, yeah. you were up on Thursday, an amazing lineup as every lineup has been. It, yeah. And you, um, you closed last night and I know that you can't brag on yourself, but you had like one of the, one of the sets of the weekend that like, Oh, it, thank you, man. Absolutely. Yeah. People are still talking about it. Like, like oh, good, Jamie good. woke up this morning talking about it. I did, I did. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. All mm-hmm. right. So you guys are missing football to do this. Yeah, uh, which we're crazy I think kickoff about. was like at noon. So I had Tim Harmston on. He talked about the Packers a great deal. And you, you're from Janesville, Wisconsin. Janesville, Wisconsin. Beautiful in the night with the methane gas coming out of the toxic <laughs> waste dump. <laughs> 
Very pretty. And uh, Jamie Lee, where are you from? Uh, Altoona, Pennsylvania. Altoona, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it sounds lovely. like dancing. It's uh, <laughs> a line from the Philadelphia story. Anyway, um, so but what team are, are you an Eagle fan? I am. Um, my family is all probably uh, not happy with that comment. They're all Steelers fans. I actually root for both teams, which is probably not a good thing to do. But we're, um, wait. The Phil- it, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles? Eagles? Right. Well, we're closer to Pittsburgh. How come you guys have two teams and then some states don't have any teams? Because we're awesome. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Done. Yeah, done like, and done. So, like South Dakota has to pretend like they're Vikings fans. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame them. Gets, yeah, two the, teams. I mean, yeah. how many yeah. people are in Pennsylvania? Are there enough people to support two teams? Altoona, her hometown, is the third largest town in the state. Yeah. And how so, big like, is it? Like, uh, well, I think it dropped. We were at 60,000, but I think it might be down. So oh, okay. Third largest, I mean, picture Wisconsin. Like, do you think, I think the third largest town, cause my home might be Green Bay. Yeah. No, it's probably, cause there's probably Milwaukee and then Madison. And then it's, it sounds pretty. Well, Green, there's more people there on game day. You know <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, crap. Yeah, you know, the town <laughs> size doubles game day. Game day. You know, I used to sell t shirts at Badger games, uh, when I went to Wisconsin. Seriously? Yeah. And, and, and so people had said, up like i never went to a badger football game what no no i know i went to every game but i was outside schlepping goods wow. are you gonna put that back in the, in the mic stand in um i need to open my, my water and i'm now leaning forward so all right people it's, in radio land can people in radio land can know about how you're gonna have some water so now take it out so that i can i uh, recently went to camp randall um and i'm because i'm a huge golden gopher football fan um at university of minnesota and we're perennially terrible and it's it's like yeah, you are not. Uh, to my knowledge, that is not a football team that I hear about a lot. No, Ever. no, no. no. You, you only you hear about them once a year when they beat somebody because they're like they beat somebody. <laughs> Literally, ESPN will be like, I can't believe they beat somebody. But um, but I went to um, I went down to Camp Randall and uh, I was meeting a bunch of my friends that were Badger fans and um, Camp and, Randall's in Madison. Yeah, in yep. Madison. And uh, the coolest thing about being in comedy um was I was wearing my Gopher sweatshirt and so like I walked past like a bunch of people that were like. Hey! You know, like, I don't understand why they connect homosexuality with the With a teams. different team. Yeah. And, um, people got a commitment to their team, man. Yeah. They're on board. Oh, my God. But it was, it was fag. And, like, it, I, I was like, count, I had a fag count going. And I was like, I can't oh, really? believe this. And then somebody goes, fag. Hey, it's Pete Lee. <laughs> and, uh, which weirdly enough, you hear more often after shows. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, why would I say that out loud? Oh, jackass alert. I'm gonna, can I sidebar on this story? Because, um, yep. this, I, I said at the, um, I was down in Iowa last week and I, I, um, I was having one of my least favorite weeks in comedy ever, but, um, I do a whole chunk where I talk about, I just address the fact that I'm, I'm pretty gay without being gay. Right. And, um, like people think you're gay. People think that I'm gay, but I do it in, I do a hilarious five minutes on it that's <laughs> right, all right. very clever and I'm very proud of it. And then, and then, well done. Yeah. And then, uh, well, not to mention, the impression of not being gay in the sack with Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> On a regular basis, yes, one hopes. With my wife, who is female. and um, Yes. But I, it, this guy yells out in the crowd, like, later on in the show, he goes, like, I, I, there was just, like, a moment of silence, and he goes, he goes, you're gay. And I was like, you can't do that. You cannot. Right. <laughs> I cannot do it better. Like, I already called myself gay for five minutes. Right. Really There's no well. way to... <laughs> You can't then just call me gay in like a non-creative way. Like if you were to come out with something really special, something new, I would something new about, it. hey, you got a limp, mm-hmm. and you're like, again, nothing about me, nothing yeah. about me that I've addressed. It's a, it's like Tanya Lee Davis is uh, is a tiny person, uh-huh. and uh, she does a lot of stuff about being a tiny person. It'd be like if someone later in her act went, hey, you're short, and you're like, still. <laughs> Still, I think that's been addressed, my friend. It has been addressed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that is my example, by the way. <laughs> no, but that was that's a perfect example of it. Um, but, so to get back to the Badger game, so then, um, yeah, then I, I just kept running into like people that they dug my comedy or whatever. Right, right. And um, I never. But you're wearing it. your Gopher shirt. Yeah, wearing the Gopher shirt, and so I I showed up to my friends, and I had had like eight shots, like no zero to drink, but just like shot, shot, shot. Oh, so I was plastered by the time. Oh, I like met no them. water, no beers, just booze, just shots. <laughs> and so I was like, by the time I got to my friends, I was like, were they Jello shots? Because they would have been gay. There was one Jello <laughs> shot. Yeah. yeah, somebody somebody called me a fag and then gave me a Jello, a jello. shot, oh. which I think is like um, maybe that was a conversion thing. Maybe that they were that was recruiting. Yeah, I don't know. Was it pink? 
It was not pink. It was it was actually red for bad. Was it shaped like a triangle? <laughs> and another Hitler reference. And we're back. Go. And we're back. <laughs> but yeah, so I that was my first trip to Camp Randall, and um, and I remember th- like, did I, you go into the game? Did I you went go, into the game and yeah, watched the game and watched the game, and we did. Could, you see the band? The band is amazing. That's that's why I went to Madison because I wanted to be in the marching band. And you then my in the band. No, I tried out for the band, and then my brother. I've told this story before, but not for many episodes. So <laughs> allow me to hit my rage to come through. 37 years later again uh, because I wanted to be in the marching band. I tried out for the marching band, missed the last audition day because my brother's like, no, we're going home for the weekend because he was a, he was a, it was his last year of college when I went there. And I was like, no, I gotta, I gotta go to, he's like, you don't want to be in the band anyway. I got you a job selling t-shirts with Sid. And I was like, I don't want to sell t-shirts. I want to be in the band. He's like, you want to make money? You want to, you want to spend money? And I was like, how is being in the band spending money? He's like, by not making money. (laughs) And I did not have any way to not make that, uh, not true. That's and hilarious. so I sold t-shirts at all the football games and was not in the band. But the band is amazing. What did the t- were the t-shirts witty or were they just like badgers? No, they were they were knockoff badger t-shirts and they was like we had the fucking Bucky t-shirt which uh-huh. is Bucky flipping himself flipping everyone off. Yeah. Bucky Badger and then we had Wisconsin which is Bucky relieving himself behind a tree. Uh-huh. We had we sold uh, hats shaped like jock straps that the the crotch part said it was like a visor and so the crotch part was attached to the brim and it said uh, athletic supporter. Huh? Huh? I, I think my brother had one of those. I'm not kidding you. I, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't everyone should have one of those? And we had, we had any number of, and we had a hockey version that said Puckham Bucky. Huh? Okay. And I've it, seen that. Yeah. And we sold, uh, pom poms and, and pennants and sweatshirts and, and they were all seconds and irregulars, all the shirts. Uh-huh. And, um, so like the, the, the hoodies had like, if you ever find get a sweatshirt and the tag is cut that means that it's a second or an irregular that there was something wrong with it and so instead of being four dollars and fifty cents for a a plain t-shirt it was a dollar fifty and then we would sell them for like six bucks six bucks which was the weird part and but the great thing about working for sid is sid was like whatever you sell above it you could skim off the top And so we're constantly, I mean, my brother Phil used to have like five of my siblings worked for Sid at uh, one season. So when when comics are like like is it like you and I both love love our merch and um we sell uh, some merch we sell some merch I never wanted I, to and, and then I was like I would like to make some money but like I actually lo- like I love you're it. good at like, it too like I, and I, you I, like it I'm proud of it and uh but like there I always run into the comics that are like yeah you know I just don't know if I could do that like you know and, right and it comes down to like that they they think that it's like um. Like an ethical thing, like, like oh right, it's in the remember in the nineties when you couldn't sell merch, you couldn't sell it. And it it was, was like it was considered to be hacky to sell merch. Yeah, and then it, and then there are people that are like, uh, you know, but I just don't like. I don't know if I could meet people after the show. So like, like the level. Oh right, some people are shy. They about can't that. meet people after the show, and um, but like, so you like you like your merch experience was like complete strangers who who haven't seen a show who don't love you who are buying this merchandise no on the and sidewalk. Sid Sweet like Yoda like like it, mm. it, Sid Sweet was exactly like Lois Lee yeah he was a tiny Jewish man instead of being a tiny Chinese man yeah and he would show up silently behind you like Yoda and then all of a sudden he would say things like you gotta talk it up <laughs> you gotta talk it up and I was like Okay, and so you'd have to hawk it. You'd have to yell, hats, t-shirts, hooded sweats, hats, t-shirts, hooded sweats, and you'd have to yell, and you would get there at, he would get there at 5.30 in the morning to set the tables up. Yeah. You would have to get there at 6 so that your giant hefty bags full of seconds and irregulars and and crazy t-shirts would then be thrown at you, and then you would do your inventory at the beginning of the day. Make sure you had everything that was on his inventory sheet. Yeah. You'd display as all. Display as, that was another saying. Display as all. Display as all. You'd set it up on the table and then, and then you would, sp- and then it would be eight o'clock in the morning and the tailgaters would start showing up because it's Wisconsin and they would start drinking and start <laughs> setting up their grills and it's, 12 below uh, because it's January and you're standing outside Camp Randall for the next 10 hours. God. And then you go home at like at the end of the day, it's six o'clock. You're t- 
uh, you're exhausted. It's dark. You've done your exit inventory. You've uh, come up with the money that you made that day to pay the inventory. And then you get to keep the extra that you scum off the top, like the extra hundred bucks or whatever you made. And then you've got $1,100 that you got to sit in a, in a car with Sophie sweet and, and, uh, and do closure. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and then you sit in the car with Sophie and Sid and Mark come by and you load your bags and your table up. And then you and your five brothers. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my case, it was three of my brothers and my sister. We would all go out to dinner, uh, because everybody had $300 in their pocket. Yeah. Which because is, Sid paid point, really well. Was, it was a lot of money for a college kid for being 18. But yeah. so when, when another comic says to you, like, I just can't stand out there and shake hands for 15 minutes. Uh, you're like, dude, try 14 hours in the cold. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it, I mean, I think it was like in the nineties when all the comics were like, this is how bands make their money. Yeah. This is how it is. And bands are cool. I think it'll be okay. And I don't, you know, I, and I have busted Jake Johansson's, uh, about this before because he sells a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that it is a brown on brown t-shirt. It's very classical looking. Uh huh. But the t-shirt says, touch it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it fucking says, touch it. And you're like, you're Jake Johansson. You're the, the most classiest comic comedian. with 177 times on David Letterman. And you're selling a flippin' t-shirt that says touch, touch it. it. And I, when I worked with them, cause you know, at Acme, you get to feature for the greats yeah, and that's yeah. how you get to meet people. And, um, I was like, are you kidding me with this t-shirt? And he goes, I have a mortgage. Leave me alone. I have a, I've, <laughs> I have a mortgage. Leave me alone. (laughs) And he sold a billion of them. The first, uh, I worked with him in Virginia Beach and, um, and he, like, he had a CD and then I had my t-shirts, my green t-shirts. And I like I. He, what do your green T-shirts say? They say you look fat when you cry. And, um, and <laughs> another friend maker. <laughs> friend, yeah, friend. You know what's weird is I've um there have been several people on Facebook that have gotten in touch with me, being like I met my wife wearing your shirt and and like it was an icebreaker and and I ended are up, you kidding? Yeah, like and this is this is like dozens of stories of like I met a girl. It's always dudes that are like I met a girl. She um. Or like I was wearing the shirt. She thought it was funny. And I knew that since she would laugh at something kind of mean like that, I knew she was a cool chick. Oh, she was a keeper. Yeah. Like I could hang with that girl. And um, how about you, Jamie? Would you ever a guy wearing that shirt? Um, I guess it depends how much I had to drink. It would probably be hilarious at some point. But right. <laughs> I guess it depends on uh, what part of the night. Yeah. Okay. Finish your story. I'm I, sorry. I just I had did, to check in. I did sponsor our football team with the shirts. Yep. Um, our football team uh, in New York, uh, we we play on a flagly. Well, it's actually a two-hand touch. It's more like it's two-hand two hand shove touch? Okay. slash tackle. <laughs> Um, when you're running at like 20 miles an hour into another man, you can't just touch them. You're gonna right. Totally... Essentially, you're you pushing them. Jamie broke a you man's broke... elbow. Oh, you broke in, in midair. Yeah. She was our strong safety. And she would, um, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. And for people in Radio Land, um, you know, they, like, they don't know that, um, that she's beautiful and whatever. They just hear her. And very deep, thin, gruff, not that, you know, hello, Gruff McGruffson. She's always about a buck ten here. And, uh, and in the air, right. But in the air, you're like pushing people, I guess, in the force of it. Well, yeah. What, I mean, what happened is they would just send all these really tall, gigantic guys down. They're like, this is a huge mismatch. So I would collide in midair and it would be awesome because I wouldn't get called because I'm a girl. And they're like, she could. Couldn't hurt anybody, right? Well, well, one day there was this guy who was like, he played D one football, and he was like six foot four or whatever, right? And then she collides with him and breaks his elbow, like, like not, not Ooh. the, not the <laughs> two bones in the forearm that are fragile. She breaks his elbow, like where it no, connects no, with the bigger bone, no, like and, the joint bone. Yeah, and so of course Jamie, like, like back in her prime, so like Jamie also is like, extremely competitive. She's she's sweet. And whatever. <laughs> Because she knows that other people are going to hear this, and uh, she doesn't want to Oh, guess who's never her. playing Settlers of Catan with you? Yeah. Anyway, and- she's extremely competitive, <laughs> and um, and she uh. Like so, she like the guy's down. And he's like, ow, ow. She's like, yeah, yeah, you down. Like, like she's <laughs> she's screaming at him. 
<laughs> You're like busting on him when he's on the ground screaming. <laughs> yeah, because well, I jump up right away. And, right, and, and you, d- you thought he might be overreacting. Oh, right, yeah. and I'm like, wuss. And so You're not going to get a foul out of this. It's stop, not stop happening. Stop trying to get the pass interference. You- I score right. a lot of football. Or I, I score a lot of touchdowns on our football team because of her. Because I'm um I'm a rusher on defense. So okay. Like, and and so she's and she's our safety, and she's so advanced in her sports knowledge. Like you know, they say seeing you see the field or whatever. Oh, like, okay. I I'm fast and whatever. You got a strategy? Like you have a strategist mind when it comes to football? Like you could see the play? Um. Well, I mean, it, the quarterbacks aren't that fantastic. I mean, so it's kind no, of. No, I, I mean, you're well, not you're playing far- against Napoleon, but I mean, <laughs> but it, I mean, the thing is, is I couldn't see any of it. So that's. Yeah. No, I can. I can kind of read their eyes and see which way they're going to go and cheat uh-huh. over. But so I'm like, so she's she's in the position down the field behind me, and I'm the one who's rushing the quarterback. And she'll be like, get in there. What are you weak? Like, and she's just screaming at me. So the other team doesn't, re- by the time we get an offense, the other team does not respect me at all. They're like, they're like, he must, he's been getting yelled at by this little girl. Like, you suck. What was that? You suck. Like, and, and, um, Ooh, it's a mind game. Yeah. And, and so nobody covers me on offense and I just have to re- literally run down the field and be like, I'm open. Like, and, and I, if you can catch the ball, yeah, it's a win. I'll get like my third touchdown and the other team's like, maybe we should cover him like, <laughs> she's been screaming at him the whole game wow so you guys are in a flag in a in a, in a touch football league yeah yep. with ahead. weird in manhattan in manhattan yeah so we play with complete douchebags like these people it's flag and essentially no and they're all co-ed it's all, co- all co-ed it's, yeah there's a minimum of three girls and then five guys okay so you have to yeah. if you can't get three women to play with you you can't have a team yeah you can play with two but then you're down a man. So, okay. I mean, yeah. So, if okay. you have five, you can only have five guys and two girls. And every okay. fourth play is something called a girl play, which also is something that she's screaming at me. Like, Do I got to put you in for the girl play? Like, <laughs> like, so, like the other team just does not. <laughs> right. Like, so, you just complete fake out. What's the name of your team? Uh, it's You Look Fat When You Cry. Currently. That's the well, name of the team. <laughs> yeah. Well, it started out, we were the Michigan State alumni team, which none of us went to Michigan State, but we were all Big Ten people. And a, f- or a few of us went to. It or, started out as a Michigan State alumni team, and then they recruited a few people when they needed extra players. Um, right. So then it kind of outgrew the Michigan State alumni, and we changed the name to the You Look Fat When You Cry. We also okay. were nearly kicked out of the league several times because some of our players were so intense that they... Like, really, I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked at the aggressive <laughs> amount of yelling yeah. that Jamie's been doing. Yeah. I'm like, um, mm. so yeah, so you were yeah, you, you were given leaning. warning. You yeah, were given warning. We got warning, so we kept just change. We kept our colors with green and white, and then somebody <laughs> just changed. We just kept changing the team name, and then you look fat when you cry. Finally, stuck, and which was great to have like a really actually clever saying because like. Everyone else, like in the league, names their team like Team Sixty Nine because, like, that's how sharp their humor is. That that's oh, funny. That's to them just still. good writing. That's just good <laughs> writing. That whole, uh, holy crap! That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, so that's we'd, horrible. We'd show up with our t-shirts, and people would they just blow their mind. Like, whoa! <laughs> like someone on your team actually has a real sense of humor. And do you have your website on your t-shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Uh, is it on the back or no? It's it's right underneath it. On have you ever seen uh, Mark Maron's What the Fuck podcast t-shirt with the three cats in his yeah. head? Yeah, yeah. On the back, or like underneath the the collar, is just a wtfpod.com, which is his his website. Uh huh. I'd like to do that. Kind of like a. You mean on the inside of it? No, no. Right on the outside, below the below the crew neck collar. Oh, okay. Let's just discuss. Let me dork out briefly about t shirt styles. Um, Can I tell you real quick yeah. what I've done? Um, I did it before. Where I put it in the armpit. Oh, interesting. It, but it costs a lot of money to put it there. Right, right. Because so, I used to work at a t-shirt uh, printing. Yeah. Uh, here in Minneapolis, I I, uh, I have worked in the t-shirt. It took me so long to sell crap, to sell t-shirts, because mm-hmm. I've worked in the t-shirt industry for too long. And I was like, I cannot. I cannot sell crap. And I cannot sell t-shirts. And I cannot wear t-shirts that say stuff on them. But I've... I've I've left it all behind. Now I'm just like right now wearing the Penny Arcade Fruit Fucker T-shirt and owning it. I love that shirt, by the way. That's I want cool. one. It's Can a, I get one online? Yeah, yeah. It's just Penny Arcade. It, there's a Fruit Fucker one, and then there's also uh, the Fruit Fuckers in Love, the Juicers in Love with was a different. Doug Benson wearing a Fruit Fucker shirt or sweatshirt last night. What was that? It looked like he had almost that same. It was robot a little on. robot. Uh, I don't know what what that T-shirt what was because Doug Benson. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. To get back briefly to the Sorry. sales thing, no, that's fine because I, I I don't even want to. I mean, I suppose that's just me dorking out about sales, but uh, it's, but and you're very good at it. I mean, I 
the thing is, is you didn't have to do it for 20 years, but you've sort of fell into it where you're, you're like, I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to do it. The first time I ever sold merch was, uh, I was working with this guy, uh, called the China Man. Do you, are you familiar, familiar no. with Mark Britton, the China Man? And, uh, Mark Britton? Mark Britton, the China Man. And, uh, and it was weird because he, is he Chinese? He's Chinese. And, okay. And, um, and his, his act is, <laughs> It heavily leans on the stereotype and, um. Okay. And, so he's yeah. working the angle. He's working the angle. Um, but the guy, um, like he, he went up there and it's gonna, it's other comics. It's gonna sound like I'm talking trash about him, but I'm right. actually picking out the thing that I thought was the best thing that he did that week. Um, Fair enough. like, and, and especially like moneymaker wise. Right. But he would go up there and then his last 15 minutes of his act would all be jokes inter, like interlaced with his t-shirt. Okay. And, um, oh, wow. Uh, and then like, he would sell like a thousand dollars worth of merch each show. Like it was like a each Branson, show. Missouri show. Yeah. It was, it was ridiculous how much merch he sold. And I was sort of like a comedy purist and I was like, um, I was like, oh, tacky to sell stuff and whatever. Right, and he goes, back he in goes, the day. He goes, here's what I want you to do. He goes, I want you to find something to sell this week. And, um, and he's like, just figure something out, sell right. something. He's like, go buy popsicle sticks and write your name on them and sell them. So I was like, all right, I'm going to sell hugs. So I sold hugs for, um, it was $1 if you're a woman, $3 if you're a dude. <laughs> and that was the first time I sold merch. And each show I made about, the first show I made $78. And then the next shows I made like almost $100 each show what? on just everybody was like, yeah, I'll give you a dollar. Like, yeah. like, like it was a church collection plate. <laughs> and that's when I, and, and like I even, when I first got my t-shirts, I would call Mark. And I'd be like, all right, dude, what do, you know, like, I'm not getting people over, like, what do I do? And, and he would just, like, tell me, like, positioning wise, like, you gotta, you know, stand in front of the door, make them, make eye contact, like, all these kind of things. And, um, and now it's like, now I literally just stand there as lazy as possible and they come over. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, you but know. But you, you ship a box. Yeah. Like, I don't ship a box. But I also make them, like, I almost sell them for almost what I pay for them. <laughs> That's you know? true. Like, you sell them for a lot cheaper. I do, you know, the, the 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 thing about being in the t-shirt industry for as long as I was yeah. as a day job makes me a giant snob about t-shirts. Mm -hmm. So I at first I was it was only Hanes Beefy Tees. Yeah. And now it's this Bayside company um out of I think it's out of out of Arkansas whatever. But they're made in America these t-shirts yeah. and you know, my joke is that I am willing to wear clothing that is made by toddlers. I am unwilling to sell clothing that yeah. is made by toddlers. I'm pretty sure that my t-shirts are H-O-N Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> what is H-O-N? H-O means like made in... Oh, fair enough. But it says that on the tag. It doesn't even say made in Mexico. It says like H-O in Mexico. Oh my God. Which means that it's really <laughs> probably made in Venezuela and they're yeah. trying to pass it off. Holy smokes, that that's hilarious. It was made in Mexico. Yeah, so... And it's a four-colored... Mine's a four mm -hmm. color design so it's i mean it's a bit of a it's a it, it's a bit of a quality issue but um t-shirts are amazing my yeah my t-shirts they're i mean because i could sell those vagina t-shirts because mm -hmm. i still do that joke when i do my long set um i will close sometimes with that uh, vagina t-shirt joke i love that joke yeah it's a good joke uh but it's a it's <laughs> and then people come up to me and they're like why don't, why don't you sell that vagina t-shirt and i'm like did you not get the joke what just happened there is i don't want to be the vagina t-shirt lady <laughs> and uh and they're like yes but what about your mortgage and you're yeah. like what about your bills and i was like yeah it's for the first but, couple of years that I lived in New York, I would not have been able like I would have none of the TV credits that I have. I would yeah. have none of the experience that I have um, living in New York. If it wasn't for those shirts, like because I could go around and feature and then also live in New York, you know? Right, like, right. It, it, and it, you know, I've I've now basically bought like I've bought my own like film production company where I have like all the all the equipment. Like I have director friends. I have you know, yeah. It's my own production company, and that was all financed by the t-shirts. So, What's like, the name of the production company? Uh, Peatley Productions. <laughs> oh, very well. That's good. I was just like, is it Fat Girls Cry? You look fat when you cry. Yeah, no. Productions. It, <laughs> we're thinking about changing it to two P twenty Productions, but that was just the um that was the 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 cab that w we were in it was two P twenty when uh, oh, okay from Brandon decided like when we saw because that. that's your buddy who's also in it yeah, yeah. who's who, who helps make the yeah so do you know how to make do you know how to the work the cameras and edit the software and yeah I'm like a master editor the way the way that I I I now look at it is um and I say master I'm not but like. Um, Are I'm, you really, really good at it? I'm, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm really good at it. <laughs> I'm, I'm amazing. I don't know if you understand. It's I'm a, insane, but like, um, I, I guess you know the, Oliver Stone hack. Okay, 
He's just, I mean, look at his work. It's dated. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, I like that. But, uh, but no, but I mean, where I feel like I'm at filmmaking wise is, um, is I'm five years into it. So like I'm a feature act of, of filmmaking. Like, oh, nice. like I'm at, I'm at that level where, yeah. where I now know what I'm doing and I now think that I'm really good at it. But if anybody really good looked at it, they'd be like, dude, you have no idea where that you're going to be in 10 years. That is so great. That's that is where I'm the, at. that. But, that should be on a t-shirt. That should yeah. be sewn on a pillow. I'm the feature act of filmmaking where I'm five years in and I'm like, I think I'm amazing. <laughs> but but I'm if not. other people are like, no, no, you're pretty good. It's all right. No, no, you're doing good. No, keep at it. Nice work. And uh, that's awesome. My friend Danny in New York, he's a he's a film, like a real filmmaker and he teaches, he's like the lead film professor at York College uh, okay. in Queens. And, uh, and he's taught me, like, I pretty much take him out for beer and then he, he we sit there with a laptop and hopefully don't spill on it. And he teaches me all these editing techniques. And, oh, right, right. And, now, like, are you, what, what software are you using? Uh, I use Final Cut Express. Okay. I'm not even at the pro because there's real, like, if you're getting, if you're paying two grand for the pro, yeah. you better really be doing some crazy 3D stuff because otherwise there's zero advantage to it. Like, okay. It's, I don't know. You why. could use Express and it would be just fine. Yeah. You'd be, if you have Ex- Final Cut Express and like After Effects, it, like you can do anything graphically that you want to and i have a pc yeah so do you have a pc or a mac I have, i'm a mac guy okay um, i have a mac that my wife still like like this is um like i know this is a dork forest podcast but like um and we we're t- kind of talking last night about like what am i a nerd for like i guess yeah. we've now entered into the realm of like like film equipment computers like yeah um uh, when i I literally have sad days in New York because it's not a very nice place. And I go, I go to, I go, I, I live there because of my wife and she has a great job there. And, um, but like, uh, I wish I lived somewhere happier, but when I'm literally bummed out in New York, I go to B and H electronics and I, I wander around with the, the oh, right, and, right. Uh, and it's my happiest place on earth. Like it is. What's the name of the electronics store? B and H Electronics, and and you just wander around and look at cords and equipment and <laughs> boom mics and. Well, B and H Electronics is where the film industry goes to buy their stuff. Like you walk in there and you can buy like scaffolding. You like you know, oh. the, you know that crane that yeah. we do our stand up specials like like oh, the yeah. crane. You can buy that there. Right. You can buy a little one if you wanted. Like for this room, <laughs> you could buy a little crane. The tiniest crane. And so um and like so, so it's not. By the way, uh, Pete Lee's half hour special in Comedy Central is on Netflix streaming. Netflix streaming. There you yes. go. Comedy Central presents Pete Lee. Yes. That's it. Somebody told me that the other day and I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> you can also go to Pandora uh, and type in any of our names and there's a, they'll make a channel. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Your albums are on. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really great. All right. Mm-hmm. Hello, I love that. Hello. Hello. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so I, so uh, that's your happiest place is to just go. Place, and I've probably spent about 10 grand on just my production equipment. And then also, wow. um, uh, <laughs> Jamie's like, really but interesting. I bought, but I we don't a, money. I bought it's a laptop. Fine. Oh, that, yeah. We don't, <laughs> but, but, um, I bought a laptop that she still, she's like, please don't ever tell me what you spent on that. Cause, <laughs> cause I got it, I got it geared from Apple. Um, I went and told them like how like into video I am and they're like, well, we're going to give you like the, like what we video do for video guys. And, and, and so, um, they took out some things that they normally would, and they put in a ton for video and, and it's right. What, like what kind of stuff? Any idea? It's, uh, all right. So on, on each of the, um, uh, like on each of the laptops now, they have like four, um, four basically areas where you have your memory cards and those memory cards are geared a lot of times towards like Microsoft Word or Photoshop or those kind of okay. things. And this, one has one that's dedicated to all the other stuff on the computer. And okay. Then three that are all video audio. <laughs> really? So they're, it's like. That's all that is. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's so funny because before we were taping, you're like, what is that thing that you're using to record with? Cause maybe we should get, I was like, why wouldn't you already have that now? I, now that you say the filmmakers use it to, but, but yeah, I, the I, zoom, it's a zoom H4N and, uh, I did an independent film. And the guy, he just had it on his belt and he said, almost all real productions are using these things because you only have to have that then. That. Yeah. That looks like, it looks like the thing that people at rental car companies put on their belt that they print out the receipt that tears really easily. Oh, yeah, yeah. It totally does. It also looks a little bit like a tricorder uh-huh. and uh, a little Star Trek reference. A little bit like a taser because of the mics at the top, too. Right, right. Are, yeah. And, yeah. You I can had... actually protect yourself on and walk home. <laughs> exactly. And record Except for your assault. <laughs> I could record my assault and then I could be really mad that they broke those microphones because they're kind of sensitive. Yeah, I <laughs> so, can imagine. But there is a, uh, there's a fuzzy thing you could put on top of it. 
that it comes with, uh, like one of these, uh, uh, windscreens windscreens yeah it comes with the windscreen but patrick brady who does my the audio fixes for this Mm -hmm. show he has a production company in new york i should hook you up with him i would love that because he he does and he's been trying to like i'm coming to new york at the end of february to do sets and to hang out and stuff we're gonna hang out and we are gonna (laughs) totally gonna hang out yeah and um and i want to do i would love to do sort of this i have a sketch idea a blessedly short sketch idea um where i would be uh i i want to be initially it was uh for eddie pepitone and then i was like now why would you write a sketch for someone else who needs a reel yeah because uh, i need a reel which eddie already has um so much he has, he has awesome that, that break room thing i don't know what yeah, it's called yeah pudding head i think yeah pudding head which is so funny that he does like it's like one every week or whatever yeah he doesn't need me writing for no, him as well you need uh, you i need me writing for me which is i just want to be one of those street uh evangelists mm-hmm. where i'm just saying something and i want to um There'll be like a 30 second thing where I interview the woman who comes from the temp agency who's going to be my Spanish translator. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm going to say something you know, a little judgmental, a little horrifying, sort of your regular evangelist on the street kind of thing. Like you are all going to hell because you don't repent and you sin. And then she will just look at me weird and go, you're doing the best you can. Good luck out there in Spanish. <laughs> and that type of thing. I just wanted to be like a minute and a half. Like, uh, um, have you seen those five second, the, uh, the, um, it, Eddie's, uh, Eddie Pepitone's on it. Um, but I think somebody told me that it was like Patton Oswalt's project or whatever. Oh, nice. Or it's like five second films or something like that. And are they just five seconds? They're just five seconds, but it's, it's just one punchline and that's the entire internet short and it's brilliant. I watch them all the time. You know what? Then now I just want it to be that. Yeah. Now I just want it to be 10 seconds. I mean, it doesn't have to be, I mean, it's as long as the, the joke will take. It could literally right? be you with the temp lady, like, like turning to her going, I can't believe this is a temp job. And then right. she's like, and then she says, put your hat down or something. <laughs> like that could be the pilot. And then, <laughs> and the next episode is me yelling something and her fixing it. Yeah. And then me yelling something and then her fixing it. Cause that's, I, I think it would be a really fun episodic. It would be great, yeah, because people would tune in to five seconds at a time. Like things on Who the doesn't want to watch? Short. They have to be super short. I love super short. I um I have a new web show um that I um I just it's, I'm on the fourth episode of it and it's called Pete Lee's Internet Freak Show. If people want to go to PeteLee.net and check it out, okay. Um, but uh, it's a green screen show. But um, it, when I first started, it was like three minutes long, and then now I'm realizing that. Now it's gotten a lot more hits because it's a minute and a half. Like, yeah, a minute and a half. I mean, it's, and I genuinely don't believe it's attention span. I just think that some people let the joke go too far. Like there's not enough content. You haven't written enough content to vet for me to value a six minute video. Yeah. You know, I totally agree. Yeah. And it's not that what you're doing isn't, isn't great and wonderful and beautiful. It's just, it has to be shorter just because there's not enough content. I started this show because my manager called me and he was like, he's like, he's like, listen, he's like, there's a bunch of guys doing what Tosh does on YouTube. Um, and he was like, you need to check them out because they're all getting like 10 million views or, you know, right. like, and they're making like a gajillion dollars from the YouTube partnership thing. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, you check them out. And he's like, call me back and tell me what they're doing wrong and what you think you could do better. <laughs> and so I, I was like, well, I don't really want to do a show where, like, cause Tosh is so popular and I don't want people yeah. to be like, you're ripping off Tosh, you know? But and, the thing um, is, is Tosh is ripping off the soup. America's home videos. And, Ameri- and they're ripping off America's home videos and, and other people. Web Junk 20 and G4's web soup and, yeah and sports soup and uh, yeah. blah 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 it's it's totally and so that like but i watched all these guys and um all of them in their like in their sort of the, like tosh ripoff shows were they were doing a six minute show just like you were talking about and then also um like a lot of them weren't very likable you know like they were they were right. super they were like trying kind to of be dicky. like tosh and being like really like huge dicks you know and the thing about daniel tosh is that he is a huge dick he but is, he is yeah. likable <laughs> yeah uh, like people like him for some reason i don't uh what no no, 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 I, no, no I, I like him he's and he's never been anything but super nice to me but on stage no one not even him will tell you that he is not a giant jackass well he's 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 cutesy and he smiles and he's, yeah he's by the way he's not he's never been friendly to me like so oh, I can't, he's never friendly I, to you I, yeah I can't he's always him. perfectly nice to me but so so, I mean, his social skills are obviously what, yeah, 
Well, yeah, I mean, he's rich and beautiful and <laughs> and like and anything he wants in life, he really can go after and get it. So True. I guess his system works for him. But like, but the, like <laughs> if that's your system, hey, out there, you got a system where you're rich and really good looking. You work that. That's your system. You know what you might want to also work on? Politeness. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but haven't you met people that like they're mean and that's their system and they get what they want in life? Yes. Because they've, they've, they've got they've honed their system. And that works for them. But then if you tried to act like them as a nice person, it would never work because that's not... Eliza Schlesinger. Yeah. <laughs> Eliza Schlesinger, who is never anything but polite to me, yeah. is mean on a regular basis to everyone around her. When I hung out with her, whenever I see her, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, because we had that... And it works. We had that dinner with Eliza. Remember in Vegas when we were doing Last Comic Standing? Yeah. And it was... uh like Eliza looked like she was just about to fall over from stress. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, she wasn't. Yeah, she was like, now she's really great in front of the camera, all this stuff. But like, she looked like, like we were all like, whatever, we're not going to get past. Who cares? And like, she right. just had bags under her eyes, and like, you know, and um, and we sat down. It was Jamie. It was Jamie and I, her mom, uh, me, Jamie's you, mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, was that had, that Japanese place we went? Yeah, in, we had in dinner Vegas? in Vegas. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and Eliza couldn't have been more rude to like Jamie and her mom and. Like, the and, waiter and everyone around. I mean, she is a piece of work. Yeah. And, but it works for her. And it, you're right. I mean, that is exactly. You're like, that is what she's working. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I, it feels like that weird American entitlement that makes you want to go, yeah, that actually, I don't appreciate. I mean, it's like, it's, there are people you work with that you're like, but I, I'm having a barbecue. You are not invited. Yeah. <laughs> I am so sorry because yeah. uh, I don't want to spend four hours with you. And Outside try to, of work time. <laughs> right. Trying to play apples to apples and just have a good time. We were going to play <laughs> Pandemic. Did you want to? No. Oh, probably not. And next. <laughs> But yeah, the but but the um the guys on YouTube like they try to be like Tosh, but that's not their system, right? And so it comes off horribly wrong. Where um half of the people I think that watch it just watch them to hate them or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, all right, what I'm going to do with my show is I'm going to make it way short, you right? Know, like like super short, as short as you possibly can, and then just be myself and yep. like you know if people like you know like if I'm if I'm being nice and people hate me for that, cool or whatever, I'm just yeah. gonna be myself and then Yeah, you'll get snarky comments from people who are like, You're a wuss, you're a wuss, you're not you're not being mean enough. And yeah. you're like, Okay, well, you might want to move on then. I actually turned <laughs> my comments off on all my videos and and uh, I've gotten a lot of criticism from that. People will reach out to me in email and be like, Dude, you're not doing YouTube right if you're not you know, if you don't have the comments on and I like Jamie can How do you respond to, to that? Because that's a great idea. I don't respond because it like First of all, YouTube gives you the option to not have comments. And like I, I on Vimeo, I allow yeah. comments because the people on there are actual like other filmmakers. Whereas on YouTube, people think they're a filmmaker because they uploaded a video of their kid. Or farting. they're just some dingbat. Yeah, there's some. They're yeah. young. They're usually young. They're usually like 14 years old. <laughs> right. And so that's why if, if comments allowed for constructive con- criticism on YouTube, yeah. I would totally do it. Like if somebody was like, Hey man, uh, that thing you did was lame and I'm going to tell you exactly why, even if it's hurtful. Right. I would actually value that because I'd be like, all right, I'm not going to do that anymore. Right. But on YouTube, it's just like, dude, fail. Fuck you, die. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And like for the longest time, I was getting them on my on my iPhone where it would it would buzz through and like and if so if you've left me a negative comment and you're wondering if it got to me, it totally got to me because I would be like shopping with my wife somewhere and I'd be all happy like oh I'm finally with her and I'm not on the road and, and whatever and then it'd be like epic fail fuck you <laughs> you know fuck your mom and I'd be like ah, and for twenty for twenty oh. minutes she'd be trying to talk me off of the ledge and right so, so I was like right. there's no value in this there is no value in that and and it's that that actually isn't a bad idea you know i i love how many hits that la pet that my animals joke has gotten the the video but i do get a lot of people um i just delete i completely delete negative comments yeah i don't mind people who are like i love my dog like i just got one about a week ago that said as a person who is going who wants to be a veterinarian i.e i am 14 uh i (laughs) think that you are mean about wanting to kill dogs. And so I responded to her. I replied to her comment or his comment. And I said, 
if you are going to be a veterinarian, you will know that mercy killing a dog is better than allowing, you know, encouraging someone to carry around the quivering torso of their pet for two weeks while they get used to the idea that they're going to have to put their dog down. And then she resp- he or she responded to that. Well, that makes sense. I obviously believe that a dog that is suffering should be put down. And I was like, there you go. Can I tell you a story about putting a dog down? Is it going to be a cheerful one like that comment? It's Go for be it. The oddest story <laughs> in the world. So, just like with any medicine, um, yeah. some medicine ends up being bunk or whatever. Um, uh, well, we had this dog, and her name was Joanne, and she was a diabetic, just like you said in your joke. Joanne. And yeah, you named your dog Joanne. 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 All of the dogs had people's names like <laughs> yeah. that, like Andy and Joanne, <laughs> and yeah, and uh, Jenny. My buddy Joe has a, had a cat yeah, named Dave, Dave. And, uh, <laughs> and, and his new cat's name is Mike. <laughs> That's great. Um, so anyway, so Joanne uh, had uh, she had diabetes and like she had lots of like hip problems, so she was always getting injected with things. And, and we were that family that probably like my mom could have probably paid for my college for what we spent on this dog. And she was an awesome dog and a tough dog. But finally, she was on her last legs. Well, you know when a dog's really old, sometimes they're just sick. They're not really dying. They're just like, yeah. they're throwing up and they got the, you know. Oh, they're just ill. They're just ill. And then. And it could be fixed. Yeah. Yeah. So we take Joanne in and the vet's like, yep, it's time and whatever. So they inject it with the thing and we're crying our eyes out like, yeah. oh, Joanne, you know, I've had her since I was three and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um, so then, you know, like the dog doesn't die. What? Dog does not Lethal die. injection doesn't yeah, work. Lethal. So whatever was in the lethal... And in Wisconsin, it's a law that you can't... Like, it's like double jeopardy. You can't double inject a dog or whatever. Like, like basically, like, because that should be enough. Like, and I, I don't know what is in this stuff that they don't want more of it out on the earth or whatever, but they... Oh, so they... Oh, oh they... They they keep track. They, it's a controlled substance. Yeah, so they can't just be going. Okay, well, we I need another, another dog to come in and be a decoy if yeah. I'm going to put more of this into the dog. So our dog, we went in to put her to sleep, and, and she lived through she it. She lived through it. I mean, she was pretty groggy for a little while. Oh my god! But the dog <laughs> lived through it, and then we like we were all like, like Wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so weird. And like, so we emotionally said goodbye to her, and then she lived for another two years. Wow. And it just, and we even went back to the vet and we're like, what happened? They're like, well, you know, sometimes it just like, like it expired or maybe it was a bad Tylenol where it doesn't get rid of your headache because it just didn't, it had more of the, you know, whatever is not the active ingredient. Well, that's a terrifying story. Yeah. Um, Anyway. (laughs) So that happened to our dog. And so we had the amazing dog. The amazing dog that lived. Couldn't even be put to death. That's great. You know, Andy's dad has always had dogs and uh, they rarely, if ever, take them to the vet. (laughs) It turns out they live right next to the National Forest and they live on six acres. So what they do is they usually take them behind the house, dig a hole, and then uh, shoot the dog. Do they make the dog dig the hole? (laughs) Wow. <laughs> it's like on I went. Last legs anyway. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I know. Because they have, I was just in Arkansas visiting Andy's dad and, mm-hmm. and, uh, um, Sally is their old, uh, short hair pointer that uh, is so old. Sally is the oldest freaking dog in the world. Sally's got to be 16. And what's 16 times 7? A lot. A lot. A lot. And so Sally is like shaking and you know, but she's there. She's And she's blind. And, uh, yeah, they and get that glassy reflectiveness to Yeah, just eyes. that glazed look. Cataracts. Cataracts. <laughs> oh, is that? <laughs> oh, what do you do, Jamie? What is your good job? Oh, my job. I'm an event planner for a law firm. Oh, doesn't hello. she sound thrilled? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like right. it. I is it is it what kind of events? Um, so it's client events and then internal events. So I throw parties. You throw parties? Yeah, that's awesome. You're like that Sex in the City uh, Kim Cattrall job. Uh, c- kind of. I don't do the PR. We actually have people who do that. But. Oh, there you go. So all you're doing is you hire caterers and. Yep, move tables and, you know, that really glamorous. But you don't do heavy lifting. Oh, yes, I do. You do the heavy lifting of it? I do. I do. Well, I'm not supposed to, but I do. Right. And, of course, as someone who has broken the elbow of a six-foot-four man, (laughs) you have those kind of mad skills. I do. I do. You should see me move a table. You should see it. She's really good at her job, too. Like, like I I literally... like, I don't know what Have you been to some of the events? Yeah. Like, I, I bought dress clothes so that I could go see her... At work. Yeah. Like, it's sexy to see her that good at her job. Yeah. Just really That's bossy. neat. That's neat. 
like you know how guys make jokes about like um uh like the like there was a, a video of somebody that a girl that slipped and fell like into a pool on YouTube and okay. somebody went that didn't look like the kitchen you know like she like a woman's only supposed to be in the kitchen <laughs> and um and like whenever I hear guys I love make, that incredibly specific example I know but, like, that may, that just, I don't know but um but, yes but like that's why like I don't even understand guys that even joke around think, about that because I think it's so sexy that my wife is that good at what she does right that right has there. like the coolest job and, and you're I just know. like look at her freaking work it and uh yeah it is you know it is neat watching someone you love like who are really good at their job yeah. I mean if you think about it, you're like, it, it would be, it's just hard. You know, like when I, when I see Andy, you, you know, when you're talking to other comics and Jamie, you probably get this is when comics are talking to each other, you get blown off and. Who, as yeah. a spouse? Yeah, as a spouse. Oh no, I just interject myself right back into the conversation. Well done. <laughs> well done, my friend. Because, because I, you know, because I, I, I tend to, I worry a little bit about Andy sometimes at some of these events and he does that too, where he's like, Oh, okay. That guy is not going to talk to me because, uh, that's that kind of comic. So he'll turn to a different comic and he'll go, and Andy is interested in, in, in other people, much mm-hmm. like you are. Mm-hmm. So he'll just talk to them about their job and their, their lives. And, and then they'll find out that Andy makes video games for a living. And then all of a sudden the tables are turned and they're oh, like, oh, snap. oh yeah, let's talk about that. But I bet the comics are also, cause like, um, like there are people that Jamie introduces me to, and we won't name names, that are the boringest people on the planet. And from from work, from work. Yeah, I mean not from work. We not, won't say no, from no. the current job, but we'll say from just just the business world in general. Where like I ask them a question. No, as a comic, you are bored by the rest of humanity, is what you're telling me. Sometimes completely bored. The, um, it is unfortunate. Larry I wish Miller it were not had true. That thing on the WTF podcast where he was talking to his wife's friend, and she and he said he said, "Do you want to know what the difference between insurance and reinsurance is?" And he said that he he turned to his wife and just looked at her like, "Now you see." Like, you know, and uh, that's one of my favorite things from the WCF podcast. But, um, but yeah, it, it was just, it, it's, <laughs> I can't breathe. That's, that's so fucking funny. That's what, that's what we have to go through as comics when we're talking to civilians at times. And, um, and, but like some of the people are very interesting because they have, they have another thing, but like I guarantee you when people talk to your husband yeah. as comedians and then he comes out with something that they can't wait to hear about. Yes. They feel like such a good person <laughs> that they can ask follow up. Oh my questions. God, it's a gift. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah. yeah. Right. Thank goodness. That right. They- You're fascinating. Thank God. And it is, I mean, it is hard with, with, with some people. I mean, the greatest thing about the dork forest is that I can talk to normal people mm-hmm. who have regular jobs that are not in the entertainment industry and find out what they're really fucking into. Yeah. Yeah. Like I talked, I, there's an episode, this woman named Michelle Mickey and hi, Michelle, if you're listening. Hello. Anyway, she is a listener hi. and she <laughs> asked if she, everyone says hello. <laughs> and, uh, she wanted to be on the show. And so she knows Wendy Liebman and she was like, Hey, I am really into puzzles. Can I be on the show? And so I talked to her. She's really into puzzles. <laughs> it was fascinating. Like, not just like Sudoku and crossword puzzles. She's into cryptography. And. Oh. If like, you go back, I will, I will put a link on the notes. That? I don't even know what that is. It's, it's like. You remember Da Vinci Code, how he was a cryptologist? How that was he could, so far over he, my he head. He put that symbols movie. together. Yeah. Like, like that's wait. The that movie is. was up. What, what's happening over here, Jamie? The whole Not thing. The mo- I didn't read. I didn't read. The oh, book. yeah. Uh, I listened to the book on tape, which I cannot recommend. Uh, what I recommend is people skim the book, which is 500 pages mm-hmm. long and ought to be 180, 220 at the max. Uh, because yeah. every time the new app, new chapter would start, he would, uh, Dan Brown would recap the previous chapter. Yeah. At which I point, I could have done the book then. Yeah. You might enjoy that, uh, because, uh, all I could think was, Hey, we were together in that last chapter. Uh, we don't need to recap it because we were just, t- I was there. I was right there. Turns out. Okay. So, but yeah, cryptography is when, uh, letters mean, uh, numbers mean letters. And, okay. But the cryptography she did, the letters meant numbers, which meant letters. So it was too, it was, fr- I was like, she was explaining it. I was like, 
holy crap you're smart yeah and so yeah. like like some people are just really into like that's the great thing about the dork forest is you get to meet regular people who have possibly interesting jobs possibly not interesting jobs but they're really into aquaman you know you're like tell me more about aquaman why does aquaman fascinate you steve mandel how much do you hate aquaman <laughs> but don't you wish that in normal because everybody does have something that's extremely interesting about them yes like they, every every single person does but i think a lot of people um are nervous or scared to let you in on what might be embarrassing yeah they think that you might judge them for it i think probably yeah but if if somebody told you you know hey what what are your hobbies instead of being like well you know golf i like to hit the links you know if if it was like oh my god i have fetish porn and i think it's great i would talk to them about that for hours (laughs) (laughs) what i really enjoy is four inch heels on a really big guy (laughs) and uh you're like what okay tell me about that how is that something oh my, my wife I know right where this we is can, going. We can, I can tell you what she is a dork for. Um, uh, Which I like to hear at 53 minutes in. Let's do it. All right. My wife loves <laughs> little people. Like she oh, loves like dwarfs midgets, dwarves, and, and, and little people. Love them. She's, what about someone who's just short? Like not clinically a little person. I like them too. Okay. They're fine. You just, do you find them fascinating in some way? I, I just, I, I, I don't know what it is. I just, I mean, we were at a wedding last year, another comics wedding, and, um, and there were two, one who's in the entertainment industry, one who was an accountant. Mm-hmm. And I just thought they were the most interesting people, and, you know, and, but I love them, everything about them. Everything about, are you fascinated by what their life experience is? Is that what it is? I don't Like, do you want to just talk that. to them? Yeah, I just wanted to talk to them. I dance with them. The, one of them's name is Nick Novicki, and he's on Boardwalk Empire. Like he's a he's a midget. He's been on SNL. Like all right. these things where they needed a midget. What's he's his last guy. name? Novicki. Oh, okay. He's. I thought you said Novickian. He's like the and uh, I was like, Ooh, Armenian dork. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. But he's he's like uh, you know he he's been in a lot of things and um so when he walked in with Jamie's love for little people um you would have thought that she was. 12 and he was Justin Bieber like that's how she was can I go talk to him can I can you introduce me can I like and she's like speed talking and like and and just like like nervous and and like happy at all at the same time and then so she dances with him like like imagine you're squatting down to like talk to a little kid yeah like that's how she was dancing but bouncing up and down well that's how you're supposed to dance with them how do you know that because I was watching everyone else before I did okay they were doing it that's so I was just following the lead Okay. Jamie, I think you're dead wrong. <laughs> no, you no, might no. be dead. You might be wrong. Really? Well, I was watching uh, the bride and groom. So. Because one of them was a little person? No, because he used to live with them. Okay. okay. So I just, I, Pete. <laughs> I walked over to her and I was like, I was like, Jamie, I'm like, I'm not jealous that you love this other man so much, but I was like, you're going to hurt your knee like really bad. And she's wasted. And she's like, I'm having fun. Shut up. And then, <laughs> and, uh, and what you what you want to do is you want to find people to be friends with who happen to be midgets or little people. I do, and it's funny. I kind of have a radar. Like I'll be out walking on the street, and there's a, a colleague of mine. Um, we were out doing uh, shopping for a party, and I go, "Oh my gosh, there's one!" And she's like, "How do you spot them out of crowds?" Well, it's like, like you're it's playing slug bug. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little disturbing. Safe space, though. I'm glad you enjoy the little people. I do. I love them, and they are nice. Yeah. And um, for any little people listening, like I hope that it's clear that she loves you. Like she's not goofing. <laughs> right on you it's not like a thing like she's seriously we well, you were a little bit but she isn't <laughs> she i'm isn't. not i truly love them i'm goofing on her level of enthusiasm right right but, um, <laughs> and and her thoughts that she right. thought were complimentary but this to is them. this is a this is a positive experience hopefully for everyone yeah yes absolutely and, yeah, this is i have the same thing for black people you love. <laughs> no, I wish. I wish. I don't have. I, I don't see color. You don't see much like <laughs> Stephen Colbert. I do not see color. <laughs> All right. I love that show. It's a good one. I'm running out of DVR space, Pete. <laughs> oh right. Oh, because you got to catch up. She's a DVR Nazi. Where I'll be gone. Like, yeah. Like the like. So a lot of comics, their wives. I'm totally in charge of the DVR. Andy never watches television. Really? Yeah, it's it's kind of irritating because he's like, well, don't delete that because I want to watch all the episodes of Bones. And I'm like, then sit down with me and watch six hours of television. Because like we I have do. to get this out of the DVR. Yeah, yeah. That's how she is. See? 
She like most comics when they go on the road, their wives or whatever, like they can't. They're like, I'm lonely, and and the only reason why she gets mad that I go on the road is because that's five days that I can't clear things <laughs> yeah. off of VCR. Sense of accomplishment. <laughs> there is a small sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Are there shows that you watch that you can delete that he's not looking for? Or? Oh yeah, there's like fifty. Oh good. Yeah, I have a ton of yeah. shows that that I do that. So, but there's also a bunch we watch together. But I right. I want a lot of the show TV shows that I watch are. Um, I'll do seasons of them at a time because, like, like I'm married and I'm not like, I, like I know a lot of comics that, like are really like trying to get hook up and get laid on the road. And, yeah. Like, and I just try to avoid that, like getting in any type of a situation where that would happen. So, where, like, where there might even be the temptation. Just because yeah, you're like, like I, I don't even, even want to address it. I don't. Even, I honestly yeah. don't even want to be in that situation. Yeah. So I, I, iTunes like like shows like 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 I bought all every every episode of Lost and then I just buried myself in it. <laughs> so um, people would, like after the show, you know, you leave and people are like, dude, come on, like go we'll smoke with us or like go whatever. And um and like I might actually like go smoke with them or whatever. But yeah. Then I'm gonna watch eight episodes of lost until six in the morning wow and that's gonna be my party after the show yeah like, like that's, that's i partied the other night finished my book yeah huh? who doesn't like <laughs> loud and called the eighth dwarf oh there's a there's a little person in the in my book i like it i like and it. uh and he is he is uh working your love of the dwarf because he's constantly getting laid by ladies who are into it there's still a lot of people that are that that's not the route i go but right right you could have well, not now because you're in a committed monogamous relationship. Yeah, now I can't. This ring right. thing ruins it. Yeah, right. totally ruined the whole thing. <laughs> the whole I'm going to be sleeping with others. <laughs> I think it's fine. It's just you know what what I like about uh, having the one the one love as I like to call it mm-hmm. is that you can uh, that you can work on technique. We got we got years ahead of us to work on some angles. We really like we have when we first got together we had like one go to position that like, right. if it needed to be good for her it was really like, that was good. it. And now we're up to like seven or eight. And oh, like, awesome. I feel so talented in bed, which before I met her, I felt <laughs> like I didn't know anything that I was doing. Like I was like, right. Okay. Like, right. Cause now, now there's time. It's not like we're not going to do it again. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it again later. And I've had, really? I've had, it just got awkward. Okay. I know. I've, I've had, I've had sleazy, um, comics on the road, like be like, like that are married that are, you know, hooking up or whatever. Be like, <sighs> be like, come on. How, why don't you, you know, like trying to pry it out of me. Like, okay, you secretly do. And I'm like, no. Like, I don't do that because we currently have sex. Like, we we still have a lot of sex. And, like, why in the world would I? Like, yeah. a lot of them, their wives, and probably rightly so, like, their wives have stopped having sex with them, which they should if they're, like, if they're. Yeah, uh, if you're messing around on the road. Yeah. I don't want to have sex with you yeah. anymore. Yeah. Because you're foul, quite honestly. Because, I mean, unless you have some sort of, um, between you and your higher power, I mean, yeah. do whatever you want to do about about your decision making with two adults but i'm a big fan of if you've agreed that it's just going to be the two of you's That's that it's the two of you's yeah yeah I'm with that right but like when you're married like that that would be like one of my worst fears in life to be one of those guys who's married who's like yeah i got a girl you know like yeah i got a lady on the side or that something to me is just like i have one friend who slept with a married guy for had an affair affair like something out of a terrible novel mm-hmm. and i was like i'm having a hard time talking to you and mm-hmm. I certainly don't want to meet him yeah. who has two toddler children. Oh. And I'm like, I don't know what you think is going to happen in this situation. It's not going it, to be good for you. It's not going to be good for you. It's not going to be good for him. It's not going to be good for her. It's not going to be good for the kids. Yeah. It, it, it just, it, it makes me genuinely uncomfortable. I mean, I know everyone makes mistakes in life and everybody, but why, I mean. Why continue that mistake? If that's yeah. I mean, what I here. want is I want people to just go, this isn't working. I have to leave you. Yeah. We've we, had that talk a yeah. lot where well, like, like as two married people were like, yeah, we would literally fill out paperwork and divide things. And if she was cheating on me, I'd take her cat. But, <laughs> <laughs> In a spiteful move. Of, yeah. I boom. Would, I would take her cat. That likes him better anyway. <laughs> I love her cat, but, um, her, our cat, but, um, it's weird. I have that like strong stance on that. And it's not like a Mr. Morality. Like, like I've had like past relationships that I was a total dick in and like, you know, and like, yeah, in past things we've in my all life. made mistakes and, 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 and yeah. And I have, a, I have views on things that people would go, that's just totally fucked up. Like you should not even <laughs> like, like I, I, and, but it's not like a Mr. Morality, but yeah, I, I think that's absolutely disgusting, but it's so weird in our profession, how people go, they like they justify how horrible they are with I'm a comic. I'm a comic. It turns out I'm a jackass. And yeah. I say it, but it's only when I say something 
kind of inappropriate, but I think that's my line. I mean, it's not like I'm stealing and going, well, that's what comics are like. Sometimes we steal. Yeah, I try not to... to I don't want to judge my friends, and I don't want... Because it's their decision. And I hate confrontation so much. Yeah. But I have... I make myself have them. You know, it's like when somebody doesn't pay you enough in stand-up comedy, and you have to ask for more money. And you're like, I don't want to ask for more money. Why can't you just pay me fair? Because I don't... I mean, I'm not asking... Because I get it. Doug Benson's going to make more money than I am. Yeah. He's more famous. He draws a lot of people in. And he draws a lot of people in, and a lot of money is made from him. Uh, So what I need is sort of the base pay. But if you want to pay me genuinely a lot lower than that i have to ask you for more money and you're counting on the fact that comics don't want to have a confrontation or people don't you know oh my god i had the one of the best confrontations about that i was working snickers in fort wayne (laughs) snickers with a z so that's funny and um and the awful owner of the place uh, his name is like oh interesting he wants to be uh uh he wants to be david letterman he he has his own talk show out of fort wayne okay and he makes like actually a decent amount of money on the ad revenue because it's like a regular staple of like late night television in their town okay you you know would you work snickers i hope i do not is it what where is it it's in fort wayne they charge indiana yeah fort wayne indiana they um my brother works or my brother not works there my brother lives there i would and my niece lives there yeah i would actually love to be able to go there for a week and hang out but i won't work his club um he charges comics 25 dollars to sell merch each show so he wants that big of a cut each show wow Um, and uh and you have to perform on his basically talk show set like so he's got this like talk show set with like a desk and like yeah. cabinets that have like fake books and you on have them. to do a set you have to do on his weird local cable access show yeah and so i was featuring i was i was getting paid 350 dollars for the week right to do five to seven shows you have to do five to seven shows and this was like back in the day and yeah. uh, you know before i knew better or whatever and uh and the week before the gig um i get a call that says hey we have a corporate that you could do in between the second you know the first and the second show on saturday it's hundred dollars and i was like wow that bumps me up to 450 for the week like how incredible is that so um so it's for jiffy lube and i'm like and in my head i'm like isn't that a big corporation like aren't they they probably paying thousands of dollars yeah so the president of jiffy lube comes to pick me up in his rental car and i was like you're the president why are you picking me up he goes dude i hate these things i can't talk to these people like i i seriously (laughs) the getting away i used it as an excuse to do an errand <laughs> yeah i get to just hang out with you and so i could him being that honest about it i was like god i love this guy so yeah. we, we chatted up we got along i go and do the corporate and i i crushed like i did really well right and it was there had to be a thousand people there oh my god it was it was like it was a, enormous enormous banquet you should have gotten at least a dollar a person yeah exactly so then we're we're going back to the hotel and he says to me he goes he goes i hope you get the lion's share of this three thousand dollars and I, and you know, you know how it was back in the day. You don't want to yeah. burn any bridges because yep. even $350, you're like, where is it going to come from next? Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, to- I, uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and he goes, he goes, and he like literally pulls the, the, the car over and he's like, he goes, how much are you getting? And, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to tell you that because I want to be able to work this club again. And he yeah. goes, he goes, how much are you getting? And I was, and he's like a, like, you know, he's, a, yeah, he's, he's an like older guy of and, a company yeah. and he, he's burned holes through people with his eyes before. Right. And I was like, $100, 100. And he's like, he's, he, he's like, I can't even believe this. He's like $3,000 we spent on this thing. Yeah. And you're, you cost a hundred dollars. He's like, I know we don't cost that. He's like, you probably get more than yeah. that for other things. So we, we go into the club. And this, I and he comes that, with you. He comes in with me. And this, the last name of the guy is like Ferguson, something like that. Like I think he's, is it, but anyway. Oh, the club owner guy. The club owner. So, and the the club owner, just you know, for people, just so you'll know how despicable he is, he has his Hummer half parked on the sidewalk, half parked on like the what road a tool in front chest of, the club. of a human being. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my um, god! So the Jiffy Lube guy chews his ass out. Right. And then on the way out, like, because I was like, great. Now I'm probably not even going to get my $100 from the gig or whatever. Yeah. Um, Jiffy Lube guy uh, reaches into his wallet, just like grabs everything, <laughs> like receipts, uh, everything that was just in the cash part of his wallet. And he's yeah. like, I don't know how much this is. Please take it. I feel so bad. And and I put it, I like put it in my pocket. Like, I'm not going to count this in front of him. But it ended up, it was over $500. And then also a ton of Jiffy Lube free oil change things. Oh, my God. That were only valid in Indiana for Oops. some reason. So every Oops. time I'd be driving through that part, of the, that was when I would get the oil change. Was right, right. Indiana. 
But, Do you remember? Oh, that is an awesome, awesome, horrifying story. But the Snickers guy, he goes, he's like, you'll never and that was 10 work years in ago? comedy again. Yeah, that was about 10 years ago. And uh, I love that you'll never work in comedy again. Do you know that those dingbats? I got gigs from that. Like, I, I was so, nobody, like, nobody knew about me. Nobody worked me. He called other people and told them not to work me. And then they called me. They're like, hey, man, do you want a feature? <laughs> 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 Sounds great. He actually helped my career. Yay. And Yay. on that note, you guys, it's been an hour and 10 minutes. It's been wonderful. Wow. How great was that? Thank that you so wonderful. much. Let's have Jamie back on so we can hear her talk one day. <laughs> That's going to be fantastic. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time, probably in one hour. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?